Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Where is Mona? She's long gone. Where is Mary? She's taken her alone. But they haven't put their mittens on, and there's 15 feet of pure white snow. I was out yesterday doing perhaps the most manly thing that I, that is possible. You I, were chopping wood. No, that's pretty good. But no, I was actually out with a snow blower or a snow thrower, if you will. Oh. And it just, uh, man, I just feel like I'm 100% <laughs> man when I'm out doing that. Uh, is it just, like a is it like a leaf blower yeah. only? Okay. No, Why it's more like just... a lawnmower, but you're running over snow. Oh, and got it. Got a, it's got a chute, and it throws the snow way out and onto somebody else's property usually. But nice. man, it is uh, is as satisfying as heck <laughs> to run that thing. The only more macho thing I think there there is would be a chainsaw, but the yeah. snowblower is right there. It's right yeah. next to it. Is it noisy? Does it run on gas? Yep. It runs yeah. on gas, and i got to change the gas and the oil. But, you know, for all of my bravado, I, I, I store the thing outside all year round. We have a garbage corral along the side of our house. Yeah. And uh, so I stored it there, and then, I, and then we, it, we got a lot of snow, so I said, I'm bringing this baby out. So I, I bring it out, and I, you know, check the gas, and <laughs> start, and it, I couldn't get it started. Couldn't start <sighs> it. So I said, maybe it's got bad gas in it. So I changed the gas out, and it still wouldn't start. Can can gas go bad? Yeah, I guess if it sits around for a year, which it did. Really? Yeah, yeah. You can get stale gas, I guess. Huh. I didn't know know that. Yeah, I personally have had stale gas, so I know what that that means. But So then I changed the oil out. So then I started thinking, man, I don't know. Maybe I got to get a new spark plug for this baby. Maybe the bushings is war. Maybe. <laughs> Isn't that always what the problem? Is? Yeah, a friend of mine always said that. Yeah, I know. He'd get underneath I love the, that. the hood of a car and he'd say, yeah, "It looks like them bushings is war." I don't I love even know that. what that meant. He I don't either, it. but I love it. I use it for everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was about to go buy a new spark plug, and and my wife, who's always smarter than me said you know what maybe the engine's just cold maybe you should just warm it up yeah i said "Hmm, well because we used to have a tractor when we lived on a sort of a semi-farm place and wow you are manly and i would i would put a heater on the tractor and leave it for about an hour and it would start up so i said yeah you're right i forgot about it maybe it is too cold so, using her wise advice, I pull the sh- snowblower into our house, and I drag it into our laundry room, and I leave it there overnight. Next day, push it back outside, hit the starter, started right up. Wow. Wow.
she may not run the snowblower, but she knows a lot more about yeah. about how it works than I do. I think it's better to be smart than manly. I'm just saying. Yeah. It would be saying. nice to be both, but that rarely occurs in the human animal. Uh, yeah. I have found. I would have uh, loved to have had you and your manly snowblower at my house because yeah. we are still here in Seattle digging out of what's been dubbed Snowmageddon 2019. Uh, snowpocalypse, whatever you want to call it. Lots of different tags on, I like on a, social media. I, I used to, When I used to work at a TV station, I suggested snow job, and they <laughs> did not go for that one. Yeah, so it's uh, been white, really... White supremacy was another one I suggested. <laughs> Again, no takers. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. So it's been tough. I, I drove home in the... I, I was My first challenge was trying to get from SeaTac home to my driveway, which was dicey. A few days ago, I made it, and then a whole bunch of more snow came in, and, you know, all over us. So, and then the snow plow came along and buried my car even more. So mm. it was a nightmare trying to get out. But I finally did get out. I talked to you yesterday. I was all upset because I'm like, I can't, I can't get out, and I can't get any groceries, and I'm down to my last bottle of wine. What am I gonna do? So I finally, a couple yeah, of if nice. I, if I was you and knowing you, I would think yeah. you would walk five to ten miles to get <laughs> to get a bottle of wine so i, I don't think you, it's just not like you to ever give up <laughs> down in petersburg everything's fine all lamb cats is drinking that wine drinking that mess is their delight when you get the wrong start singing all night drinking wine's for the to drink wine wine's for the to drink wine wine's for the to drink wine pass that bottle to me well, I didn't want to walk 10 miles because yeah. it was cold, and I decided to just start shoveling, and I'd shovel a little bit here and there, and I have a 60-foot long driveway. Yeah, you've got a pretty long driveway. Yeah. So it's a, so a couple neighbors came by yesterday and helped me out, which was really nice. And then a guy, this random guy who was just driving slowly down the street stopped, saw us working on it. He goes, hey, do you guys need some help? And I said, sure. And he just gets out and has a snow shovel. I think he was driving around just kind of helping people oh, out. Isn't that nice? Which was really nice. Yeah. Larry. So big yeah. shout out to Larry on 30th Avenue. His name was actually Larry? It was actually Larry. I love it. I love I know. it. Yeah. I know. That's my go-to so, name, as you know. I know it is. Fantastic. So, I um, know. But now you told me yesterday that you had uh, tried to employ a, a guy that was yeah. going to come and... Uh-huh. And shovel your driveway. Uh-huh. And he said, I'll be there at 9 a.m. Yes, he did. I talked to you probably about 1 p.m. And he still uh-huh. hadn't arrived. No, and we had still had several text messages back and forth. And every it's it's the biggest mystery of all because hmm. he he posted on nextdoor.com, which is an, uh, a really nice app if you ever get on onto it because you can talk with neighbors. And so everybody in the neighborhood was sort of saying, hey, do you know anybody who can come out and, and shovel out my driveway? Right. So people were posting different people. Oh, my husband will do it. Or this guy, John, will do it. Or that guy, Larry, said he'll do it or whatever. So... I contacted one of the guys yesterday that was on nextdoor.com and called him. He said, yeah, it's about 8.30. He said, yeah, I'll be out in about an hour. I got another job in Shoreline. I'll come on out in about an hour. Cool. Great. Yeah. Fabulous. 
And about an hour went by, and he didn't show up. And I gave him another half an hour, and so I texted and said, "Hey, I just uh, just checking on you. Said you're gonna be here." And uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, I I'm just wrapping up. I'll be on my way in about 15 minutes." Cool. Okie dokie. Great. Fabulous. And uh, so uh, he didn't show up again. And then you and I were uh, gonna chat. Yeah. Around noon, and I called you, and I said, I, I might have to go because this guy hasn't shown up yet, and I don't know where he is. And I called and left him another message. And, yeah, so about by the time you and I were finished taping, about one thirty, he still hadn't shown up, and he didn't show up for the rest of the day. And I thought... Really? And I left him a message, and but it was just odd. Every time he kept saying, yeah, I'm on my way. And I got to thinking, and, and I don't know if I'm... If it's just the times that we're in right now, but I'm starting to feel... Not starting. I really just I have my my trust bank is like completely bottomed out for the most part. I just mm-hmm. I don't trust people and I'm thinking, did this guy just go on there just to screw with people and say, Yeah, I'll come I'll come shovel your driveway and, and then just mess with people and not show up. I mean, do, are people like that? I don't know. I I would, or that, did he literally die of a heart attack? Yeah, from maybe sh- maybe he died. somebody else's let's let's assume the best. Let's assume that he died. <laughs> Poor John is dead. Poor John Fry is dead. All gather round his coffin now and cry. It's very odd to me. and I, I don't know if you can draw any conclusions about, uh, you know, how people are these days, whether they don't follow yeah. through on what they say. This could be a one-off, but it's kind of weird. It could be, but I, I, I was talking to my neighbors. I had a couple of neighbors come out and help me when they saw me sobbing in over the, you know, I have this little, I have like this little tiny planting garden shovel I'm trying to shovel out my driveway and. They came over and they had the the proper snow shovels, which those things do a really good job, Jiminy. So, and I told him about this. He said, "Yeah, you know, you post stuff on Craigslist and you post stuff on 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 Nextdoor.com, and these people say, yeah, I'll come by at one and pick up pick up those tires, and they never show up. I just I don't know why I don't I don't operate that way in my life, and I'm not saying it to to sound superior in any way. I just I don't know. I just have never been one. If I said I'm going to do something, I don't do it. I just do it. Or I call call and say, hey, I can't do it, which makes me feel bad. I don't know if you could hear all the ruckus. That yes, what the hell is going, going on back there? Uh, my new puppy came up here. I heard his little paws. His little paws were like. I have a little gate at the foot of the stairs, and he breached it somehow and came up here. I've got my notes and things here. Next to me, he's walking all over him. Luckily, that it came up. Hey, um, I was going to say that uh, I detect, because I know you very well, I've known you for a long time, that Uh you sound a little under the weather. Am I on the right track with that? Yes, yes. So do you have a cold or what's going on? I sound like Brenda Vaccaro. Yeah, you do. You sound like... uh, Um, Suzanne uh, Plachette. Yeah, or uh, Ma Kettle. Yeah. Or Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. One of those, yeah. It's yeah, and I don't. I I went to bed last night, got all the shoveling done. I'm sore. I'm super sore. I'm sore in places I didn't even know you could be sore mm-hmm. after shoveling all that. And I took a really hot shower, and um, by the time I went to bed, I started to feel ill-ish. And I think I don't know if it's the stress from 
from from the the snow and trying to bail out of all this stuff or or what but here's the thing this is about right for me usually february or march i get hit with a pretty i i never ever get sick i i never do i'm and i have a friend i was telling you this earlier i have a friend that every time i call her I call her every week couple weeks month whatever how you doing she's always like uh i'm sick And I'm like, you're always effing sick. I mean, every time I talk, you're sick. Wouldn't you like her to call her once and just say, I'm well. I'm worried. I'm really well. I know. I'm worried. I'm feeling great. So, so thankfully, and I'm lucky that I don't get sick constantly. Once a year, though, I get a biggie, yeah. and this one feels like like a biggie coming. Oh man! So I think after we're done talking here, I'm I'm drinking tea and doing cough drops, but I'm gonna go. No, I go up straight to the little... wine. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, don't I... they say that having like little hot toddies with what is it whiskey? Isn't whiskey supposed yeah. to be? Hep- my uh, my uh, father-in-law. When he would ever get a, a cold or a sore throat or a tickle, as he would call it, he'd knock back a little thing of whiskey, and by God, he swore by it. And it, it really? It made, made him feel better. I, I don't know. I don't have any just whiskey. Excuse that whiskey. I have wine. I have vodka and I have rum. What if I mixed them all together? Yeah, I would definitely mix them all together. And then heat and then, them up in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, mix them together and then if, and then take like a few ibuprofen with it. And I don't know if you have any heroin laying around, but I would throw no, that in there too. I used that all yesterday before yeah. I shoveled the driveway. Yeah, you know, I, I it's just funny because I joke about... Uh, you know, heroin and cocaine and things like that. I've just done it all my life. And Don't you, say and that. You haven't done heroin. You've just done the joking. No, I've, I've done the it. joking. And then I realized yes. at some point, I'm talking to, I must be talking to people that do have experience with all of those things. Yeah. And, and it's not so funny for me to joke about it. Well, but yeah, I mean, you're not doing it maliciously. You're not like poking no, fun directly. The idea at of them it just seems going. You're a cokehead, and <laughs> yeah, the idea of it just seems so absurd to me. But of course, it's not. Uh, Those are real addictions, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And let me ask you this: yeah. Have you ever had cocaine? I have. You have? Yes, I have. Remember, I lived in Marin County. I'm too Ca- scared. I'm too afraid. Remember, remember, I lived in Marin County. Oh yeah, in the, you have in the to have 80s, it there, right? In the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it was kind of. Did you ever have LSD? No. Yeah. No, and I See, never did. Again, I'm too afraid. I, I would I think never, I'd freak out. I know. I never did LSD or mushrooms or heroin or any of that. But yeah, I did. Yeah. I did the pot and I did the coke. You mean the marijuana cigarettes? The marijuana you know, cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, the thing, I don't know. And uh, yeah, back in the 80s, 
And of course, I was in my twenties where um, we'd all indestructible, right? And you go out with your friends, yeah. you know, and you go to clubs, and it's just kind of pretty much everywhere. So, um, but yeah, it kind of boggles my mind that it's not cheap. And I'm thinking, how on earth, as a, in my early twenties, did I ever um, afford to have that little party drug? And uh, yeah, so it just—I don't know. It didn't. It wasn't something I got really i wasn't very very fond of it mm. well getting back to uh, being sick again you and i both have friends that are always sick and i and yeah. i like you have just never uh, i i've always been sick and now i'm reading more and more that they're starting to shame people who think that they're you know cavalier enough to come into work i'm gonna show them <gasps> That even if I'm sick, I'm going to come into work. I know. Uh, today. And, uh, and I used yeah. to do that. And now I think that that's, I was potentially affecting other people. And I wouldn't do that now, knowing what I do. No. Well, here's part of the, here's part of the problem with that is I always felt guilty calling in sick. And here's the other piece of it. I always thought they thought I was lying if I yeah. called in no, sick. No, that's, that's a typical human <laughs> so, reaction. Right. So yeah. you go in to show them how horrible you're, you're feeling. And then, and then you can go home. Like, you know what I mean? You put an hour in there like, you really should go home. But the yeah. damage is already done because you've come in with your flu bug. Touching everything. Touching yeah. everything. And yeah. yeah. I used to, uh, when I would, and I, I rarely missed work because I, I took a, a a certain amount of pride in always yeah, bucking I know. up and going you in there. Did. But yeah. when I really was sick, uh, it wasn't just enough for me to call in sick. Yeah. I, yeah. Had, to, I had to ham it up so that I sounded <laughs> sicker than a, but not so in I, a, not in a funny way. You were doing it just to convince them that you yeah, really were sick. Like, yeah, I, I know. I would do that too. So, so stupid. One time, I just before I called up, I was just stood off on the uh, in the side of the room and I was screaming, <laughs> so that I would get really hoarse. <laughs> this is true. I did this so that when they answered the phone, hello, yeah, this is bad. I, I just can't come in today. Can you hear uh, it? it? Yeah, that's were you the were you just were you just standing over to the side screaming a moment ago? <laughs> no, no, I swear I wasn't. I I really am sick. I have to tell you this. this I is, wanted to sell it. Yeah, but here's the problem: when you are aren't when you are sick, but you don't have it a sick sound. Right. So let's say you had you know diarrhea all night. Okay, let's say that. You can't get on the phone and sound like you've had diarrhea all night. <laughs> you can't make a diarrhea sound. You can't make that sound. But here's the here's the one benefit of being a woman and that you never got to take advantage of this because it was always supremely wonderful to have a male boss because the one thing you could call in and say to a male boss that they would never question. I know what you're going to say. They didn't want details. They wanted to get off the phone as quickly as possible. (laughs) Is if you were able to call up and say, I just, I've got some female issues I got to deal with today. And they're like, that's fine. Stay home. Good. We'll see you when you get here. Don't even take, take a month off. We'll be, we'll see you. (laughs) That's so good. A conversation (laughs) over. Yes. Over. Done. Eve, you wicked woman. You done put your curse on me. Why didn't 
you just leave that apple hanging in the tree? You make us hate our husbands, our lovers, and our boss. Why, I can't even count the good friends I've already lost. Cause the PMS Blue. PMS Blue. I don't even like myself, but it's something I can't help. Got those God Almighty slap somebody. Well, anyway, I'm sorry that you're not feeling well. I I used to get colds maybe twice a year, but yeah. what's happened the last two times I've had a cold, and I'm believe me, I'm worried about this. My cold has devolved into pneumonia <gasps> twice now. Wow! In the last in the last year and a half, that's not good. Because uh, yeah, what what do they call pneumonia? The gentleman's the old man's friend or something like oh, that. Oh, I don't know. What it, do they fin- call it? Pneumonia will finish you off. I know. You and I have <laughs> a mutual friend that, of all things, died of pneumonia mm-hmm. uh, last mm-hmm. spring. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's, well, not, it's something to that. take serious. So I got a pneumonia <clears throat> shot the other day. You uh, can't get a pneumonia shot. Yeah, yeah, you, you can. can? Uh-huh. No, you a, can't. N- pneumococcus lying. or whatever it's It called. is, really? Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. And I got one uh, at the recommendation of my doctor. And next week, I'm going in for a boogie-woogie flu shot. The other thing is that... I don't get shots for anything. I don't get a flu shot. I don't get... No, I don't get an ammonia shot. I called it ammonia. It's not ammonia. Don't you hate it when people say that? It's not ammonia? I thought it was. No, it's... I didn't get an ammonia shot. Which is the I same thing a, as cat, nah. yeah. Yeah. cat pee. Um, no, I, I never used to get no, shots either. No, now yeah. I get a flu shot every year. I mean, I'm on it. And I was just, I would because I never got sick. And I would think, ah, who cares? And, uh, That's me too. Which, I don't ever get sick. Why am I going to go get a shot? Which brings me uh, in, in a fantastic way to something I wanted to ask you about. Uh, do you Are you following it all? the uh, vaccine hesitancy that the World Health Organization has uh, is talking yeah, about. The it, anti-vaxxers, it's a re- because the... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because the, there's been a bigger outbreak of measles in Washington here. State for I know. For one. Maybe that's what I have. Maybe I have the measles. Maybe this isn't a cold. I could have the measles. Well, take a look. You might, yeah. But it's... Um, they say these vaccines... The, the, the resistance to getting these vaccines which are readily available to anybody, is it's one of the top 10 health threats in the world for 2019. Mm-hmm. The world, worst measles outbreak in decades is underway right now. Right. Uh, you know, really all over the country. but it's, And it didn't used to be. It was eradicated years right. ago. And it came back. Right. And then they're just frustrated as hell, the World Health Organization right. is. Because right. why is this happening? And it's because a lot of people, for no, with no evidence at all, mm-hmm. think that vaccines cause autism uh, right. or, or mm-hmm. any any dozens of maladies, and so right. they're not letting their kids get vaccinated. And as a result, these diseases like measles are creeping back mm-hmm. again. 
Mm-hmm. Really creepy. Yeah, the anti-vaxxers are not very popular in a lot of schools because people are are upset that hey, you know, your choice of not getting your child vaccinated is is in in uh, creating problems for my child in school being exposed to your child. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So they say uh, the 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 watchword is that you should uh, get tough after the. 2014 California measles outbreak, that state eliminated non-medical exemptions for mandatory vaccinations. They said, no, you got to get vaccinated. And and it wasn't popular with everybody. They also said you should be very savvy and you should be clear that vaccines are victims of their own success, which is kind of weird. But in the U.S., we have beaten so many diseases into oblivion that Hardly any mm-hmm. practicing doctors remember how terrible those diseases were once, mm-hmm. and, and now they're creeping back again. Um, I I would expect kids to start. I hate to say it, I think they kids might start getting polio again because yeah. if you're so anti-vaccine that you don't know the enemy anymore. Uh, it's, Did it's, you read the story about the kid from um, Ohio? Uh, he turned 18 and decided to go get all the vaccinations that his mother wouldn't let him get. No, I didn't. He, Yeah, he defied his parents and said, I'm going to go get my measles and all that other stuff that you didn't let me get as a kid. Hmm. Um, so I think that's really interesting that that kids are kind of defying. The teenagers are saying, you know what, you're wrong. I'm going to go get I'm going to go get protected. It's, it, unfortunately, you can't argue a point with people who believe that. Yeah. They, you, you cannot prove to them because they just will dig their heels in more and more and point to their own truths uh, as to why. So they're not doing it to be um, difficult or or hurtful. They really, truly believe that they're doing it to, in, in order or they're not vaccinating their children. They really believe that that helps their I child. I suppose. So that's it's, sad. It's a it's a, this conspiracy world that right. we live in now. And, yeah. and uh, all of these things about vaccines like a lot of yeah. things are easily refutable but uh they people just want to ignore the arguments they just no nah, no nah. even though they're not toxic there's no proof there's no proof uh, these things start taking on a life of their own and people start believing all of this uh, yeah and i think jenny mccarthy who was the the um you know the actress that uh, was very vocal about um not uh, the anti-vaccine right, movement right. I think she, you know, single-handedly helped their movement a lot. And well, everybody said, oh, well, if Jenny McCarthy says yeah, that. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. autism, then, it, yeah. yeah, it's got to be right. I used to watch, uh, the, the, he, before he retired last year, Don Imus had a radio show, and he was on yeah. TV in the morning. Yeah. And I started watching it, um, even though he he's basically way too conservative uh, and right-wing for me. I, I just thought he was funny and I liked his show and he had good interviews and stuff. But his wife would come on and she was an anti-vaccine person and she was just uh, just so over the top about it that mm-hmm. I started thinking, and especially that vaccines cause autism. I uh-huh. started thinking, well, maybe, she, I wonder if she's right. And 
So I really did look into it. And right. You there's can't nothing be persuaded. to persuaded. You yeah. can be persuaded and influenced by people who sound like they know what they're talking about. And right. It's not just this situation. There's a lot of other situations going on right now that this is a problem with. So, yeah, it's very difficult. And people just like to kind of uh, not do their own research. Or, or even if they do, they'll still find reasons not to believe it. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. interesting how you will hold on to a belief no matter what and and it creates problems. Unfortunately, um, this is affecting a lot of people and affecting their children. Um, yeah. So that bothers me. Yeah, I, children uh, can't make the decision. Now I'm eager to get <laughs> shots. If you, uh, you know, I'm trying to get a shingles shot now, and they, 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 the product is unavailable. They can't get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you uh, don't want to get the shingles. Those no, hurt. No, you don't want to get the shingles. You don't want to get the shakes. You don't want yeah. to get the composition roof either. I don't know what, but. You remember the time I came into the studio i had to actually that's a great example of an illness that you can't sound like you have was the time i caught the shingles i don't know if you catch them i didn't know you, you had shingles yes you i cannot believe i had to stay off out of work for three straight days because closed what I my clothes why did i forget my, that my clothes because you don't care about me oh okay well that's i knew there was a reason with it but i couldn't even clothing hurt to just have oh, clothing I've touch my skin, that. so I couldn't come into work naked. So because I not? felt, because <laughs> I felt fine. But the fourth day when I came in, I had on really baggy sweatpants, and I had them down around my hips because the shingles kind of was around my trunk, my my torso. You have a trunk? <laughs> Isn't that what that's called? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what that's called? Yeah, your I, I torso. Guess. I guess it's your good. trunk. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, um, I had to cut. It was horrible. It the 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 pain is you cannot describe it, and it's it's um, supposed to be like a chicken pox. No, maybe I'm thinking no, if you, different. If you, if you if you had never had chicken pox, I, I think you were chicken. I think you were vulnerable. I did have chicken pox. Hmm. I don't know. So I, I, don't know. I, can't I only got it I only got it once. They gave me the medicine. I've never had a shot against it, but I had it once and it was bad. Well, I've never had it, thank God, but uh, I uh, I know my father had it and I know people who have and like you said, it's so painful. And uh, it's just, you can't even lie in bed at night with no, a, sh- everything a hurts. sheet lying on you. It hurts. Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm against it. I am anti-shingles for the yeah, record. right. I'm, I'm standing So you're that. just going to, so every shot they come up with, you're just going to go, yep, I'm in. I think so. At, at, yeah, so at, flu shot, since pneumonia I'm getting shot. Ne- since I'm getting pneumonia sh- when I get colds sh- now, yeah, I'm going to. Shingles shots. Um, what about. I, with, if they have a gout shot, are you going to get that? Yep. Um, yep. Are you going to get um, uh, uh, yeah, menopause shot, even though you can't possibly catch it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I, guess I, I guess I would. Actually, menopause shots really are just liquor shots. I was going to get a, a tetanus shot the other day. 
And oh. I thought, well, now what are the chances I'm going to get tetanus? Uh, don't you have to, like, step on a rusty nail to get tetanus? Yeah. But- when I was a kid, uh, I grew up in the country. I grew up in Napa, California, wine country, and we lived out um, in the fields with the cows. We didn't live with the cows, but we had. <laughs> but I was very much a country child. Our dirt, we had dirt roads, and all of, we had a we had a creek. We had a crick. It was not a creek. It was a crick. That's a pretty cool and, way to grow up. Frankly. Yeah, we just and and those were the days when in the summertime you'd leave in the morning, go find your friends, and you wouldn't come back till dinner, and your parents had no idea where you were. But we went barefoot quite a bit, and there were lots of times when we'd step on broken glass or uh, a bottle cap or a nail so we were constantly being hauled in for tetanus shots yeah i was too i remember rusty nails going right through my shoe yeah right through a tennis shoe into your foot it just makes my stomach turn when you say that is the grossest thing ever oh there was a kid show host when i was growing up uh at a tv station called kptv in portland oregon uh, he was a clown, and his name was Rusty Nails. And uh, uh, every time uh, I he came on, I, I started kind of getting kind of twitchy because I thought, oh, you know, somehow or other, <laughs> just by watching the show, I'm going to have to go get a tetanus shot. Yeah, there's a. That's funny you said that. There's a character in a a movie uh, called Joyride that is a trucker who it's a it's a scary movie it's oh my god movie. those are scary movies what the, the first joyride was really scary that's what i so you're you you know the one i'm talking about where the kids are pranking the trucker yeah and yeah. his name's rusty nail and yeah, yeah that's right i forgot about that he finds out about him and then like like starts killing them all or trying to kill them all and listen you sick fuck. pathetic lonely walkie talkie freak show mother you're not getting anything from me. You know why? Because I have something more powerful than your psychosis. It's called a volume knob. And the only thing I need to do to make you go away is to turn it counterclockwise. You got that? You copy that? You know, Black Sheep, you really ought to get that fixed. Get what fixed? Your tail light. That's one of the first movies I ever saw that uh, was in surround sound in, oh, that I watched yeah. on TV in surround sound. So there's one there's a scene where there it's raining like hell. Yeah. Yep. And it's in the motel. It's the motel. Yeah, at the motel. Lot. And I could hear yeah. the rain behind the speakers <laughs> behind me. And I thought, God, this yeah. is really like this yeah. is like real. This yeah. is cool. Kane to Kane, this is Rusty Nail. Come yeah, Joyride. Joyride is in. one spooky movie. Hey, Candy Kane. Candy cane. Anybody out there know Candy Cane? Yeah, it's a good scary movie. Very much. Uh, what? Oh, I was going to tell you that it's funny now that I don't mind getting shots because uh, I was just mortally afraid of them when I was a kid. And they, and I, yeah. went, I went to Catholic school. They probably did this at public schools too, but there would be shot day, where you would get <laughs> shot day. Yeah, you get polio like shots once and, a week or once no, a no, month. No, no, no. It maybe maybe once a year, maybe a couple times a year. Okay. And I just so you, dreaded it. I would try to. I knew it was coming. They would announce next Wednesday will be shot day. Oh, and so I. <clears> they know, should just spring it on you. They shouldn't announce. I it. agree. I agree. Yeah. So I was so oh. afraid. 
I thought they would hurt way more than they did, of course. Right. And uh, I was such a wimp. But I also, uh, and I think I've told you this story before, a rumor started moving around the school, and it took on uh, the uh, authenticity of being genuine, that Mm. they had changed the protocol for giving shots now, Mm. and they weren't going to give it to you in your butt or your arm, but it was going to... They were going to give you the shots in your eye. <laughs> and, I, and I and a number of my friends believed it. And I said, I'm not, I'm not going to school. I don't want to get a shot in my eye. Oh, my God. And everybody believed it. It was so funny. And Kids I, are hilarious. I remember we're stand, I'm standing in oh line to get, to get the shot, and I'm just watching other kids walk back out of the room. And I said, where did they, where did they give you the shot? <laughs> Just in my arm. <laughs> oh, okay. And I wanted to verify. Each yeah. And I asked each and every kid coming, where did they give you the shot? It just could have taken one kid to say, where in do you eye. think? Right in the eyeball. <laughs> and I, I said, I'd be running out of that place so fast. Oh, man. Yeah, no, we didn't have, uh, I went to public school, so um, I guess that was just the difference there is that we, it was always at the doctor's office, so, but you guys, so you don't, you didn't ever go to the doctor to get your shots, you had them all no, at Catholic school. they had school. them at school, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> you know, you get your polio shot, then they came up with oral polio vaccine, so you could just drink a little thing. Didn't have oh. to get the shot anymore. Uh, that was the greatest that. day. That was the greatest news I'd <laughs> except, ever got. Except you had to pour it in your eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your eye, isn't that the expression? Drink it. So yeah. Stupid. <laughs> I, I, uh, so I'm, I'm very relieved about that. Uh, oh, here's something I wanted to ask you about or talk about. Uh, there's a, um, there is a guy. It's a single person. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, it's called, there's a streaming service now in certain larger cities. It's not in Seattle yet or Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Lowcast. It's an mm. app that mm. you can get. And this guy uh, who's, he, it, he, he's decided, he, he remembers the day when, like, and you would too, when we would turn on the TV set and TV was there. It was free. You didn't have right. to pay a subscription service. You didn't have to, uh, you know, pay extra money for anything. It was all free, and it was all predicated on commercials. And we right, but we, there were only three stations or four stations. Yeah, yeah, networks. Yeah, yeah. so right. but that but that that was free TV. So he says we should TV should still be free. And so what he does is he goes into uh, these different markets and he puts up uh, this. Uh, system that captures the over-the-air signals of all the uh, the tv stations in a given market and then you can you can uh, and, and it's a free service it's a free app he doesn't charge anything for it and you and so you can watch all these tv shows and things for free on your phone or through your laptop or even your tv set so it's you can stream local. them stream them when you want is what yeah. you're saying yeah because tv is still free TV's still free. You can turn it on and watch TV right now, but you can't 
stream shows when you feel like you want. So what so what you're saying is he's he thinks that shows should be streamed free. Yes. When you want. Okay, yeah. got it. There, there was a service. Uh, <clears throat> you ever heard of Barry Diller? He's this entrepreneurial no. guy. He started a thing called Aereo years ago, back in 2012. Oh, no. Similar kind of thing. And then the media industry sued the devil out of him, mm. and they, they had to shut down. So this yeah. guy's... But the difference was he was trying to make money with it. This yeah. guy is saying, nope, I'm just... I'm going to give you this... Well, that's what Hulu. That's what Hulu and Sling TV are, and there's a number of them out there. They're not free. They're that's not free. That's what I'm saying. You're right. You have yeah. to pay for them, and you know that's where it gets you. Like when you're trying to watch your shows, and you maybe you're not home Monday night to watch The Bachelor, right? Or maybe right. you're not home Wednesday night to watch Survivor. So you. That's what I've done is I've had to buy Hulu or Sling so I could catch up on all of those. And yeah. It's expensive. You it know? is. Ten bucks a month adds up when you know. So anyway. so I'm kind of applauding this guy. He's gonna try. He might get sued. He out probably of it too, will. But, but the trick yeah. for him is that I'm not charging people for it. It's a. I'm right. not trying to make money. It's a. Uh, it's a nonprofit, and he doesn't draw a salary. <clears throat> he he just asks if you want to give me a donation, like if you want to give a donation to this podcast, for example, mm-hmm. is starting at five bucks. Um, it's pretty audacious, and I love that he's given it a swing. Yeah, uh, he he doesn't draw a salary. Like I said, he's collected about ten grand in donations, like in five dollar increments. He's taken wow. out a big loan. He's a he's not a rich entrepreneur. He's just a lawyer who's made a decent living, but he's not rich per se. You know, and uh, and uh, and there he's just waiting for the uh, FCC or somebody to challenge him on this because he's right. not breaking any laws. Right. And uh, I, I, I love the effort. I just wonder why the TV stations can't um, allow, they used to allow streaming, free streaming, uh, because they had commercials that paid for the yeah, content. That's right. And, and, they, now, still, and they, they still, still have do. plenty of commercials. So yeah. I sign up for Hulu and I'm paying a, a price for Hulu and then I still see commercials on the stuff I've paid to see on Hulu. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's it's really annoying. Kind of getting it's, scammed. Yeah. It's quite of a it's quite a racket. And I don't know if you've been to the movies lately. Um, you mean the movies? <clears throat> the movies, the movie theater. There was a guy that did but, movie reviews on this radio station I worked at that always called them <laughs> movies, yeah. movies, like a like a meow, movies, yeah. movies, really good well, movie. There's you now you have to you pay you know fifty thousand dollars to get a movie ticket to go see a movie in the movie theater and you have to sit and it used to be you'd have you know trivia and trailers that would all precede cartoons, the actual cartoons shorts yeah. now it's now it's commercials and yeah. that is that is making me really, really That's angry. That's double and triple dipping. That's not right. fair. Right, exactly, because yeah. I've already paid a premium price to get a ticket. Now I have to, now you're also making revenue from, from uh, you have a revenue stream from commercial ads. Yeah. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to 
get ourselves a treat. I was listening to an interview with Rob Reiner the other day, and uh, he recalled the time when All in the Family, which was my favorite show back, <laughs> yeah. and that was the early 70s. I yep. could not miss that show. And it was yep. on Saturday nights, which is considered the graveyard for yep. uh, TV shows because people aren't home on Saturdays. My mom, that was my mother's favorite show. From Television City in Hollywood. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it it's a great lineup on CBS. Yeah. They had that, they had MASH, they had Carol Burnett's show. I mean, all my favorite shows were on. Uh, but he said, he said, it's hard to remember, but in those days, not very long ago, if you wanted to watch a show like All in the Family, you had to be there, there. Yeah. at home. You That's couldn't tape it. it. That's why they call it appointment TV. Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. kind of didn't think about that until yeah. you brought it up. And you, the, so these shows would get gigantic ratings, which yeah. shows don't really anymore, even successful shows, because <clears throat> people watch them in so many different ways, either live or they tape them or they, uh, you know, postpone them or they binge on them or whatever. But I also remember in uh, when I worked at uh, at the bank back in the 80s when I was in Marin County doing all that coke, um, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a big cokehead that I was, is that none of our friends would want to go out on Thursday night because NBC mm-hmm. had such a hot lineup. Cause the Cosby show was supremely hot. Yeah. And everybody would go, hey, do you want to go? Nope, Thursday night, can't. Got to go home and watch Cosby and whatever Isn't else that something? was something? Yeah, so that was appointment TV. I just... Always remember Thursday nights were out for the gang. Nobody wanted to go out. Got it. Thursday no, night, NBC. No millennial can possibly yeah. know what. No, that was I like. know it's crazy. It's, it's so important. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've come to the uh, to the end of this road. <gasps> Does that mean it's joke time? It's joke time, and I, I want I'm you so to get excited. well. Okay, so okay. lay low after this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go wrap up and um, drink some liquor. I'm going to wrap up in a big comforter and drink some liquor. Fair enough. And bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that we are taping this at 8 in the morning. So? (laughs) So? That tells you something. Okay, you ready? Yeah. This is a long one. Okay, I like it. I hope you like it. Here it goes. During the last months of the Vietnam War, an American pilot is shot down in the north. After he parachutes to the ground, he is taken directly to a prisoner of war camp. And the commander says to him, the war may soon come to an end. And as we approach our victory, we are willing to show a certain degree of magnanimity. You mean magnanimity? You're gonna be magnanimous? Yes, isn't that what I said? I don't speak your language so well. Okay. Normally, we would kill you, but today you have a chance to save your own life. I said, okay. So the commander points to three huts, and he says, In the first hut, you will find six bottles of Russian vodka. You must consume all of those six bottles within an hour. Then you must go, if you can go, into the next hut, where you will find a tiger with a terrible toothache. And because of it, the tiger has not eaten in four days. Your mission is to extract 
that sore tooth with your bare hands from the tiger. And again, you will have one hour to do it. Okay. Then, if you are still alive in the third hut, you will find an exquisite young lady who has never, ever been sexually satisfied in her life. You will be given one hour, and if... I'm sorry, go ahead. Such a stupid setup. And if, when you leave that hut, she tells me that you have satisfied her completely, then, and only then, will you be allowed to go free. So the pilot says, well, okay. He tightens his belt and he rushes off to the first hut. Okay. One by one, every 10 minutes, an empty vodka bottle comes flying out of the hut. Exactly one hour later, the pilot staggers out with a great big grin on his face. And as soon as he goes into the second hut, you can hear the tiger in there. Oh, Tremendous no. roar. Uh-oh. For close to an hour, the tiger continues to bellow and to roar. Can you do the tiger? Please. There go. <laughs> Until finally. That's really good. And suddenly, the animal is quiet. When the pilot finally stumbles out, there is blood on his uniform scratches all over his face and he walks slowly up to the commander he stands at attention offers a shaky salute and he said okay now where is that girl with the toothache oh listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 